Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Great to be live with you all tonight. Glory. Hallelujah. Well, do comment below. Let us know where you are tuning in from, the town, the city, the area. We would love to read your comments and engage with you. So, yeah, praise God. Well, it's great to be live today. It's great to be live. Great to be back in the studio. Hello, everyone. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Love to greet you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can see a few comments coming in already. So, yeah, do comment below. Hit share. Share this broadcast right now, whether you're watching on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever it is. Drop a share. Share it with someone because we're going to be praying today. And we believe in God for a powerful broadcast. Hallelujah. I can see a few of you tuned in from various different places. We have someone tuned in from Hanwell. Greetings. Great to have you on with us. We've got yeah, David tuned in from Farnborough. Bless you. We've got Camilla tuned in from Oslo, Norway, saying, I have a birthday today. Oh, oh happy birthday. Well, happy birthday, Camilla. We know you're one of our faithful partners and we've seen all your comments, your emails. So bless you. We bless you on your birthday. And we were just in Norway, actually, believe it or not. You know, we just had a short break together in Norway. And we had a beautiful time there. Beautiful country. Oh, we loved it. Around the fjords. Um, it was absolutely lovely. Lots yeah. of Christians. I met so many Christians in Norway, uh, which was amazing. And yeah, I believe God's hand is on Norway. I've been mm. praying and I'm asking the Lord to open a door for us to um, come to Norway. I feel like I need to face you more. Hallelujah. Bless you. Well, yeah, we've got Gabby tuned in from Sweden. Great to have you on, Gabby. Byron tuned in from his yard, his home. <laughs> bless you. David Solomon, blessings to you. Ingrid tuned in from Baltimore. Bless you, Ingrid. We had a powerful time in Baltimore a couple years back. 2021, February yeah. 2021. Yeah, yeah, powerful. Week-long revival services and then outreach on the streets. So Baltimore definitely has a place in my heart because of the way God moved there. Yeah, and so, we've got really good friends of ours. Um, you should check them out. Um, yeah. River Church Baltimore, pastors Tony and Karen Carpenter, absolutely amazing, amazing. powerful church there. Powerful They're doing church. a great work. That's in Towson yeah. as well. So Definitely. Amara Sharp from the Isle of Man. Great to have you on, Amara. Bless you, saying this is one of my favorite parts of the week. Oh. Well, an honour, a joy to be with you today. Janine from London. Bless you, Janine. Our brother George. Hi, Pastor Daniel, Pastor Tanya. Parked in Dublin tonight. Oh, George, we miss you so much. It feels like we haven't seen you in ages. I hope you and the family are doing well. We bless you. Well, what's amazing is you're parked in Dublin, but we're still here together, you know. Thank God. Glory be to God. Um, we have Gil tuned in from the Midlands, Sandy from South Africa, Ingrid saying, oh, I wasn't following you then. Okay, well, God's timing is perfect. Uh, we may be in Baltimore at some point soon in the future, so we shall let you know of that as well. Amen. Bless you, Sandy. Makulu from Kenya. Bless you, Makulu. Gabby saying, are you coming to Sweden soon? That's interesting, Gabby, because we just spoke to a friend of ours last week who lives in Sweden, 
and she works for a TV station there and does various things there. And we are praying into a Sweden trip. So do stay tuned. Do, you know, keep, keep following us. Keep an eye out. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. interesting because we were in Norway and then Sweden is next door and then Finland's next door. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really moving in those kind of little places Absolutely. well they're not little but they're um, beautiful places and we're yeah. off to finland next week aren't we yep finland next week so that's gonna be great bless you pinky all the way from dubai blessings to you pinky may the lord bless you we got sunil from pakistan bless you george saying yes miss you all at pragma bless you thank you for that Bless you, Gonam from Durban, Kelly watching from Jamaica, blessings to you all. Well, glory to God, so, so good to be on tonight. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to what the Lord is going to say and release and do today. So, yeah, so Ingrid saying, I will be in England in July and August. Make sure you're coming to the tent. We've got the tent meeting. Oh, absolutely. August. The tent mission is going to be incredible August the 5th to August the 12th. You don't want to miss that. It's going to be amazing. Laura is saying, can't wait for the revival tent. Yep, the tent is going up. she fascinates me. She knows all of our men. Put that up on the screen, Lisa's high pastors. She watches faithfully from Canada and she's put all the members (laughs) that she knows. Wow, I think she knows more of the members than me, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. You know, it's amazing. You know, there's people who watch Pragma from all around the world and they know True. who people are. And it's going to be amazing when they actually come to Pragma and they, they meet these people yeah, in person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Prijo is saying greetings from Finland and you are welcome here. Well, yeah, we look forward to it. Thank and you. Hopefully, we'll see you at the meetings, Prijo. Bless yes, you. Amen, it's going to be great. Yeah. So many comments coming in. Bless you all. Bless you all. Bless you all. Well, yeah, great to be on tonight. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Great yeah. to be on tonight. What a week. It's like so much has happened. We had the, the coronation on Saturday, the King's coronation. I yeah. feel like it's all gone so quickly. Uh, but yeah, it's been amazing. It's definitely a new time and season that we're coming into. And I know there's a lot of kind of uproar of people, you know, they kind of rebel against, you know, the uh, monarch and the monarchy and all of that. But, you know, I was reading even just in one Peter today and, you know, it says pray for the king, pray Mm. for the king and those whom the Lord has put as heads of state. Um, So, you know, regardless, we need to be praying for our nation. We need to be praying for the king. And if anything, I love one of our friends was saying, you know, rather than cursing and speaking such hate because remember as christians we have so much power in the words that we speak and the things that we say we want to be releasing blessings and releasing life and just pray for his salvation pray that the lord touch him you know his coronation one thing i absolutely loved was how it kept on pointing him to a king greater than himself Mm. even though it was that he was being um coronated as the king of england he was constantly being forced to look to the king who is the king of all kings and everything kept on pointing back to Jesus and that he's accountable to the God of heaven. And I think it's so powerful that in his role, just as his mother, the queen, is that he too will be accountable for 
before God and how he handled his role as the king. And then obviously you've got Prince William and then his son, Prince George. We really just need to pray that God will move across mm. the family of, of the house of Windsor, um, you know, through them all. Um, what's it? Prince Harry, Prince um, William, they've done alpha courses, you know, so they, they know the gospel and we just have to pray that God touch them and move in their lives. So we can't become so, you know, judgmental or religious, you know, nobody's perfect. Okay. We know there are certain things that go on. Nonetheless, you know, that's not our business. I'm not going to sit here and have depression over all the evil that's going on in the nation and in the world, because there's a lot, there is corruption, there's corruption in everything. But, you know, as Christians, our biblical duty and honor is to honor the word of God. So the, the word of God has to take preeminence over my uh, preeminence over my my person, uh, my personality, my opinions. Mm. And we have to keep a Bible. Yeah. So just to encourage everyone, all is well. All is well. God is in control. God is in control. He's watching over us. God is in control. Yeah. You know, regardless, whoever is in, whoever's not. Like when it came to the US, people were really caught up about who's in and who's not. Mm. I think ultimately God is in control. And uh, and this is what happened, know? though, even with Jesus. The Jews were looking to a Messiah to be a political figure to run this um, government system on the earth mm. um but jesus came to enforce heaven's government so you know even with that we can't look to man for you know salvation to be the solutions of the world this is truly only found in jesus and god fearing men are going to change our nation god fearing men and women so you know the best thing rather than complaining about everything the best thing we can do is become the men and women that god is calling us to be Raise up the churches. You know, if you're part of a church, be an effective member of the church in your, you know, capacity. And if everyone cultivates hunger and carries revival in their heart, we will see this nation change. So, Amen. you know, we have to take personal responsibility. So I'm, encu I'm encouraged. I'm excited. I believe the greatest days are yet ahead for the body of Christ. Absolutely. I agree. Mm. I agree. I agree. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, Callum, we're doing well. Thank you. We're doing well. It's great to see you on Sunday and your friend there respond to the altar call. I just remembered your face quickly right there. So I just recognized oh, that's nice. that. So that's why it's you. nice when you actually have your picture. Yeah, some comments. people have pictures of like cats and different <laughs> animals and stuff. It's, it's just nice to see the people, you know. <laughs> yes, put a nice picture of yourself. But then you've got some people who put these pictures of themselves heavily photoshopped and then when you actually meet them you're like you didn't look like that <laughs> no, no judgment no, no. no judgment no, no 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 judgment glory be to god amen hallelujah let's scroll up in the comments as well amen god he is he is in control amen and even you know with jesus when he came before um i can't remember if it was like pontius pilate but he was even, I'm paraphrasing now, but he was saying that, you know, it's God who has put you in control. He's saying he's God who's put you in this position. So, you know, God ordains who he ordains at a certain time. And that person has to be accountable and responsible for all that they're going to do. So all is well. All is well. There's God's big plan in the bigger scope of things. You know, we only see in part. But God knows. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just think people these days, they're so anxious. 
Mm. People are so worried. Mm. People are so in derision mm. and just panic. And I just feel like it's important to just remain at peace. Yeah. Regardless of the noise going on around you, in the news, in the government, in the royal family, in the ministry, in your marriage, in your family, in your personal life, if you as an individual can stay in peace, then you won't conform to the atmosphere. You will have the ability to change the atmosphere. Are you listening to me? It's so important for the Christian to be at peace. You know, the Bible says we're a peculiar people. You know, we're strange. Look at, you know, COVID or when something scary happens, the world are in panic, terrified. But then when you're filled with the spirit, you just can't get the smile off your face. You're just at peace. You're just not moved because deep down, you just know where you're going to go when you die. And ultimately, it's the fear of death that everyone was afraid of. I just find that believers should remain in that state of peace and shalom. You know, that word shalom in the Hebrew is such a powerful word. It means nothing missing, nothing broken. It means to be in such peace that you are just not worried, not anxious, not lacking anything. You are completely complete. That's the only way I can describe it. You are completely complete. You know, when you're operating in the peace of God. So, yeah, we are in this world. Absolutely. I see your comment there, but we are not of this world. So I just want to encourage people with that word because there is panic everywhere. I mean, you know, people on the roads. I don't know if you've noticed, but in this hour we are living in right now, it seems like in the world things are heightened emotionally and people are in such panic. Mm. And I just feel that it's important for the believers of the Lord Jesus Christ to not open up that door to panic, to mm. anxiety, to worry. And one of the ways anxiety gets in is through introspection. Mm. People just overthink things. Mm. And I think it's important not to overthink things. And I feel like that can be playground for the enemy when you're overthinking and overthinking. So if you've got your Bibles, do turn with me right now to the book of Philippians chapter 4. And I'm going to take it from verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. If you have got your Bibles, great. If you haven't got your Bibles, we'll give you an opportunity to grab them now. Or order one if you don't have one. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4. I'm going to take you from verse... I'm going to take you from verse 4. 4-4. Mm. Four, four. Book of Philippians chapter 4-4, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Hallelujah. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. 
Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace, hallelujah, the God of peace, the God of shalom will be with you. Hallelujah. Powerful. What a weighty portion of scripture. I love Philippians 4. I think it's there's just so much in it. It's a really good um, format. Mm. Like I'd encourage people to start taking notes um, because Philippians 4 really has been a key scripture for me personally okay. into getting victory mm. in my mind. Sure. I used to be a very, very big introspective person, overthink. Yeah. Listen... I don't know if this was you once upon a time, okay? And this may even be you now. So we're going to break this today in Jesus' name. Come on. But you ever been one of them people that you overthink stuff so much? And then before you know it, you're like thinking of something you did like two years ago of like a conversation you had. And then you just start like, you're, you're cringed out. You're like, why did I say that? Or like, you just, it. so it, there's the pathways of your mind and we have to just be so aware that we do it so having control over your thoughts mm. will help control your mind and will actually help control your attitude so one of the key cures even to depression is gratitude is when you wow. have a healthy attitude of gratitude so i had this this hit me in 2016 2017, 2016, I got this revelation and it transformed me. And you can actually testify that even in our marriage, I don't get stressed. I don't, mm, like, I'm not true. an argumentative person. But I was in the mm, early days. Like, I would bounce, bite back and stuff. Mm. But now, like, I'm not, like, I don't do that. Yeah. And it's because I've mastered this. And now there's fruit in my life called self control. So I really want to encourage you guys. Let's, let's go through this. So Philippians 4 and verse 4. So here, one thing first is rejoice always. Uh, rejoice in the Lord, sorry. Always. Again, I will say rejoice. Ooh. One of the key factors to having a life free of anxiety and worry is to rejoice, which sometimes means just put a smile on your face have a good attitude, just smile. Look, one of those things we could say is always look at the bright side of life. 
sometimes we can be like, no, but listen, if there's any, and we're going to go on to it because this is what the word says, but if there's anything, praise or everything, like, focus on that. Yeah, that's Like good. with me, like sometimes say, for example, if something's going wrong and we're feeling stressed, like I will always try and get us to kind of focus on what's going okay. And it's like, wh one thing I like to say is if we ever make a mistake or if there's something that's gone wrong, even to our teams, I'll be like, look, yeah, you went wrong. You made a mistake, but at least you can learn from it learn from it Hallelujah. and 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 again it, it's attitude it's it's, it's mindset shift if you can shift your mindset shift your attitude your perspective how you see will actually change and affect how you react so rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice romans one okay it talks about eternity and you know just in the bigger scope of things one of the key things that helps me stay positive in the midst of a not so positive, maybe negative situation is whatever you are facing right now probably won't even be a problem for you next week, next month, next year. And it certainly is not going to be a problem when you're no longer here on this earth and you're in eternity. So again, perspective, if we've got a mindset and perspective of eternity, that will help you be able to rejoice and be positive and yeah. focus on that, which is good. Absolutely. And I just want to say the scripture is so clear on this. Just, just repeat that verse again for me one more time. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say to you rejoice. Now, firstly, I just want to say something. When the word of God repeats something like that, it's mm. important to take extra note because God isn't a man that he should lie, right? God's word is incorruptible, infallible, unshakable. So when God's word is saying something twice, that is a double emphasis, okay? And I believe Apostle Paul is actually giving us the keys to walking in victory over anxiety and worry. Absolutely. Rejoice. And the only way you can truly rejoice in the middle of a battle is having the right perspective. Amen. Because look at this, James chapter 1 verse 2, because I love backing up scripture with other scripture. James chapter 1 verse 2 says this, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it all joy. Now, how on earth is someone meant to count it joy when you've just hit your car into the lamppost? Where did you read James? James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. How is it meant to be joy for you when you've just fallen out with someone? How is it? How are you meant to count it all joy when your bank account is just going down and down and down? How are you meant to count it all joy when you're in the middle of receiving a negative doctor's report? The only way you can count it joy is if the mountain in front of you isn't your God and God is your God and... Whatever is going on around you is minuscule compared to God's love, compared to who you are in Christ, compared to where you are going. Glory to God. I love that. You know, and, and yeah, James 1, it says here, my brother, encounter it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Wow. But patient, let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So even here, perspective is like what you're saying when you're going through a situation is knowing that 
right, let me focus on positive. I'm growing through this. I'm learning Absolutely. something through this that, you know, God works all things together for good. So let's go back to Philippians 4, 4. Sure. And rejoice in the Lord. All again, I'll say rejoice. So next verse, which I love, is let your gentleness, mm. your graciousness be made known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Jesus. Now, when you're full of anxiety, mm. of, um, I don't know what other words we can use for anxiety, but that kind of, you know, you're stressed, you're anxious, you're worried. I think stress is a big thing, isn't stress. it? Like a lot of sicknesses are because of stress yeah. and worry and anxiety. Yeah, a lot of the root causes are there and then it's all connected. But the point of what I'm trying to say is when you have anxiety, stress, what does it do? It can make you quite erratic. Okay. If you're stressed, True. you're angry, your blood pressure's boiling. When you're anxiety, when you've got anxiety, you know, people have what they call panic attacks. They start hyperventilating. <laughs> and what happens is you're not walking in gentleness and graciousness. Wow. So another key point, if you're taking notes, I don't know, I'm just flowing here, but we could start making notes and points here. But another point that I'd like to make on here is learn. Say learn, okay? Learn in the midst of a stressful situation to calm yourself. Mm. Take authority and be calm. Because I've been in many situations, like I, I, I have a child who when I first got the revelation on this at the time, I think it was like a year old or six months. I can't remember. And it was stressful because I remember like you would be away because I didn't travel with you in the early days, obviously with Zara being a baby. And there were certain days I couldn't handle it anymore. But I was studying on Philippians 4 and I didn't move from this for a, for a really long time. And I remember just reciting the scripture and allowing, because obviously we're going to go on to it, it says letting peace of God surpass all inside, allowing his peace to come in. So in the midst of a situation you're facing, if you're having anxiety, depression, anger, sadness, is pausing and allowing the spirit of God to come yeah. in. That's what he's there Very for. Good. He's called the comforter. The Holy Spirit is called the comforter, the guide. You know, allow him to come in. And then look, the Lord is at hand. Amen. Like what we're saying earlier is, the Lord's in control. What would you say to people that would say, but it's just the way I am. I'm an anxious person. I'm an agitated person. It's just the way I am. It's the way I've been brought up. And it's, you know, because there's a lot of people that blame their childhood and it's actually a cop out. Oh, yeah. So what, what would you say to that when people are like, oh, you know, it's just the way that I am. Stay the way that you are then. Stay. Stay the way you are. <laughs> you either, no, seriously, either stay the way you are and carry on in your stress and your high blood pressure and whatever goes on. And I say this with all due respect. I'm not being rude. Or you can take personal responsibility and give the word of God a try because there's actually a different way for you to live. There's a different way for you to function because you, you don't have to live that way. That is the devil's way that he wants for you. John it's not 10, your portion. 10. It's not your portion. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to Hallelujah. give us life and life 
abundantly. There is an abundant life for you to walk in. Now listen, if it's going to change and transform the type of woman you are, the type of man you are, it's going to transform your marriage. It's going to transform your relationships. Don't you want to be a better person? So Absolutely. you may say, this is just the way I am. Listen, you need it's to good. change. That's probably why you've got no friends. You 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 need to change. We As Christians, we should always be wanting to grow and Hallelujah. better ourselves and be the men and women of God that God is calling us to be and you will be thankful for it because you will live a peaceful life a graceful life like when you're in your last of days you know do you want to be surrounded by people who loved you and remembered you as this lovely person or you know nobody's at your funeral you've got no family of kids as soon as they grew up they ran away from you your husband divorced you your wife divorced you like like seriously like these are things you need to think of and yeah, it's true. You, you don't want to stay in that place. Absolutely. And what I also want to say is this, is that you might have grown up in certain environments and families and atmospheres, but kingdom culture trumps the culture of your family. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to tell you as it is. Kingdom culture trumps the culture of your family. So you may say, oh, but my culture do it like this. I understand that. But the Bible culture comes first. Because before you are a human being, you are a spiritual being. Before you're a British man, you're a born-again man. See, it's all perspective. Who are you? Who are you really? And the real you, through your eyes, inside there's a living soul that's going to live on for all of eternity. The inside is the real you. And I believe God is calling his people to live inside out. Where the real you is the one that you are addressing, is the one that you are feeding, is the identity that you are walking in. So the kingdom culture overrides the culture of your family. And I hope that makes sense because sometimes there are positives in tradition, but there are also negatives in tradition. And there are many people even in Christendom that bring negative culture into the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church has no place for negativity of tradition, politics of tradition, competitiveness of tradition, and even attributes that cause anxiety. Because some people like, you know, some cultures when they talk, it's like they're hyperventilating, they're getting passionate, it looks like they're getting stressed. Because people may say, oh, but, you know, that's the way we do it. Yeah, but the kingdom culture says, let your gentleness be known to all men, the Lord is at hand. Gentleness. And you know what? This is really powerful because I believe the Lord is actually wanting to give people keys right now. While we're on air tonight, live on these in conversations, I believe God wants to give people keys. There are some of you, you want to walk in more self-control over your emotions. You want to walk in victory when it comes to the battlefield of the mind. I believe that this word that we are ministering today is like a set of keys And the Lord is giving out keys tonight. That's what I sense in my spirit. So I just want to turn once again, before we go through um, Philippians chapter 4, because it's a powerful portion of scripture. This 
cross-reference that we're looking at in James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. I just want to carry on reading that for a moment because it's really showing us the benefits of counting it all joy. It's showing us the benefits of rejoice, rejoice. It's showing us what it really means. Look, James 1, 2. My brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, some of you may be watching right now and you've had a bad day. You've had things happen to you today and you're just upset. You're down. You feel a bit heavy, you know, negative energy from work or people around you or whatever it may be. I want to let you know right now, count it all joy. Next verse, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. When your faith is tested, it produces something. When your faith is tested, this camera right here, when your faith is tested, it produces something. When your faith is tested, it produces something. So count it all joy, because whatever you are going through right now, it's producing something. It's producing something on the inside of you. And the word says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then it goes into, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God without reproach, and he gives liberally, and so forth. But it's just to say that when you count it all joy... It produces patience. Mm -hmm. So what, what is that saying? When your perspective is changed, you become less agitated. When you're rejoicing in the midst of the battle, it produces patience. So you're actually calm. So if we go back to that, rejoice, rejoice, and let that which you do be done in gentleness, joy produces patience, joy produces gentleness. So what this is saying is you just spoke about agitation being an impulse. And I believe this, you know, When Satan has people in the flesh and in the realm of the emotions, it affects their decision making. It's as if they're disorientated. It's as if they can't think clearly. They're not reasoning. They can't be logical. It's very irrational. Absolutely. So when you are in joy, it helps bring clarity to your decision making. Well, as Christians, you know, we should be joyful. The enemy loves robbing your joy. He comes to steal your joy. Amen. Um, so part of rejoicing is joy and being a happy mm. Christian. And when you're walking in happiness, you're walking in freedom and there's yeah. life. The spirit's there and it flows. Wow. Look at what Benji said. And I love prophetic words like this. You know, Benji is saying, I heard three messages today and God is saying the same thing confirmation my brother see i love that you know josh daly is saying key knowledge lock the doors mr chand it was me that said in southampton victoria uh, victoria victory gospel church i came to watch you in salisbury amazing josh powerful see i love the way god is confirming it you know when we see that yeah, free messages and yeah. You know? When you mentioned that um, about the keys, I felt that that God is giving people keys, but it's up to you whether you take the key, put it through the door, and then walk through. Wow. 
this new season, this new way that God has for you. There was another comment that came up. Someone said, how do I deal with rejection from birth? We'll deal with that at the end. So just stay tuned. Okay. Um, we, we will come back to that. So, you know, don't don't come off. But listen, sometimes, and I, I want to really just be quite pastoral mummy for a moment. Often the word can be going forth and already your, your mind is, how do I overcome this? But the word is going forth. You need to just focus and receive the word because even this word we're sharing is keys yeah. for you to overcome even the rejection you're facing. So we will address it. We'll, we, I will, we will speak about that directly soon, but just, just stay on the word. Let's not get distracted. Don't get distracted Amen. in the comments. I'm not saying you can't comment, but let's really just be hungry. Draw on the anointing. Yeah. I really believe people are going to get set free and empowered I believe because it. it's really anointed um, just th this whole message and then even what you were sharing that look there's keys Hallelujah. but some of you are letting the keys pass you by you've got to take that and say that's for me yeah, and you may be all fine but there's more there's more revelation for you there's more teaching for you to understand you need more arrows in your quiver come on ma'am hallelujah so, let's go so the lord is at hand we went from verse five now let's go to verse six now i love this this is a very well known scripture and i'll share a testimony on this in a moment but sure be anxious for nothing wow christians should be the most worry free anxious anxiety free stress-free people living in this galaxy wow did you know there are creepy crawly animals insects spiders some people don't like spiders creeping and crawling on this earth Lions and tigers, yet we as the humans should be the most carefree, worry-free species, yet we are the species that worries the most. you got all these lions and all this stuff. They ain't worried. you got all this stuff around the world, these animals and the humans who should be the most carefree, worry-free people on the earth, and we are the ones that get stressed and worried and not good for you. So yeah, Jesus heavily rebukes it, heavily rebukes it in Matthew 6. He says, you know, um, don't worry. He speaks about worry a lot and often worry. A lot of worry is even connected to finances. So that's why it's so important. You have a biblical understanding of sowing and reaping so that money issues aren't an issue for you. Amen. Verse six, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. Now, what is prayer? Prayer is simply communicating with God. Stop talking to everyone else about your problem. Stop That's voicing good. your problem everywhere else. Start speaking to God, but speak to him in faith. Don't mm. speak to him about what's going on. Speak and speak the word of what he can do about the situation Amen. that you're facing. You know, for example... Rather than just coming to God and saying, oh, Lord, my husband's never going to change. Don't just say, oh, Lord, change him. Start praying, saying, Lord, help me. What can I do? Like the scripture is turning on James. He says, you know, any of you lack wisdom, Lord, give me wisdom in yeah. my marriage. So really what this says, be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything is go to God. Go to him, get on your knees, get into your prayer closet, pray, intercede, pray in the Holy Ghost, do what you need to do, but don't start coming out of of god 
Keep it always focused towards God, staying in him and receiving from him. Because the moment we come out and we start thinking we can do it on our own, you know, even self-medicating. Sometimes these things we're facing, we want to medicate. But really, there's a root cause that you need to deal with, a root issue. So be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication, which means your humble request with thanksgiving. It's so important that in the midst of everything, you come to God with a thankful heart. So for example, if you know, you're know you moaning about your husband, Lord, change him. Father, thank you, I'm married. Like, you know, it, again, yeah. it's that thing of finding something to be gr grateful for and an attitude of gratitude. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord, that I'm married. I know there are people out there who wish they could be married and they're not. And, you know, we are facing problems at the moment, but I know you're going to get us through. And I pray you help me, help him speak to me. And one thing I've learned as well in marriage, don't just, you're liking this, isn't it? don't ask the Lord to change your husband. Ask the Lord to change you. Come and on. often when you change, he'll change. Hallelujah. <laughs> Personal responsibility is a beautiful thing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, you wake up in the middle of the night, your wife's like slapping your forehead. <laughs> Come out of him yeah. in Jesus' Pouring name. Pouring the anointing oil like the gallon of bottle over Change him. him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just imagining. No, because it makes me laugh because I do that with my daughter in the middle of the night. I'll like lay hands on her. <laughs> Can you imagine you waking up and I'm like. <laughs> I'll probably feel like I need to lay hands on you. What's going on here in the middle of the night? I'm being attacked. <laughs> You're being attacked in prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for my husband. <laughs> Sorry. So let your request be made known to God. Verse 7. <laughs> just woke me up there, you know. <laughs> no, but to be honest, for your children, it's actually... Yeah, don't, they, don't, they, see, they, don't, they, see, don't start shaking up your spouse at 3 a.m. But no, <laughs> for your children, definitely like lay hands on the bed, on the pillow. On, oh, yeah. I mean. Oh, listen, when my daughter's playing up a little bit, man, she knows in the middle of the night, I'm literally like, shakare, <laughs> bebe, se. And she's like, eh. she, she's actually okay. But yeah, sometimes you need to. Uh, I'm not, uh, there's times for nice, quiet prayers. And sometimes like, you got to cast some spirit of rebellion out. Listen, I've seen that spirit, man, and I don't like it. So mm. I got my oil there. All right, let's get back. Verse <laughs> seven. And the peace. Sorry. I feel the joy tonight. Some of you need joy. The joy is coming back to you. Receive the joy. Receive the Hallelujah. joy. Yeah, people are receiving it. <laughs> Sorry, that comment. Put that on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? The road man coming out in dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is that? Because I woke up in the night like... And you have to lay hands on me. Yeah. Disclaimer. Josh, this has never happened to us, by no, the way. No, never, never, never. Uh, Josh is saying a sense of humor is what the Lord gave his people after all. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yes. Funny Come bunch, on. the Lord's people sometimes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ingrid says violently pray. Amen. Amen. Yep. Come amen. on. Hallelujah. Come on. Yeah. No, this is the thing, you know, I, I really believe in that when I'm warfaring, you know, when it comes to sickness and mm. disease, like even I was just teaching my daughter today, like, how do we pray for sickness? I said, do we pray for God to take sickness away or do we command it to come out? And she said, I command it. And then she's doing it quietly. And I said, no, girls, like, you've got to raise your voice. Come on, let's speak. Let's come on. So, you know, you, you know what? That's so authority. true because sometimes people pray 
And when people are praying, they don't actually command and speak directly to that sickness, that disease, or that demonic oppression. And this is very important because when you rebuke someone or something, you are commanding it out. You're releasing your authority. But the problem sometimes is, is people are saying, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. But they're saying... I'm going to tell you off. I'm going to tell you off. I'm going to tell you off. To actually rebuke and command is to say, get out in Jesus' name. That's you actually doing the rebuking. Come out in Jesus' name or be healed in Jesus' name. I hope that makes sense. But if you're just saying, I rebuke you, I rebuke you, it's, it's kind of like you're saying, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. But you don't want to just, you want to say come out get out and cast that thing out you know you remember when we were away and um our daughter she kind of started like coughing in the middle of the night and like listen when i'm sleeping i can't stand it when the enemy tries to come you know and like there there's been demonic activity once when we were in america in the hotel and like even that i'm literally like get out i'm going back to bed i ain't getting like any lost sleep over it so anyways long and short yeah she was coughing bless her i think because of air conditioning she it was quite dry and it was like and it kept on waking me up yeah and i was like i'm resting i'm on holiday and the devil is not stealing my sleep so bless her she's literally sleeping and i like it was like you what did you say i went to the war room <laughs> i was like no you started praying some deep prayers so, yeah, and no, I was so, basically, like... so just no but this the reason that's the reason why i'm sharing this is to encourage all of you yeah 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 i wasn't praying of her going Oh, Lord, bless her. Bless her throat. I pray she gets better, Lord. I literally, like, she was, like, half awake, half asleep. And I was telling her, I was like, listen, baby, where does sickness come from? It comes from the devil. And I was like, we rebuke this right now. We take authority. This is not your portion. You need to refuse to accept it. And, like, for 10, 15, 20 minutes, I was just kind of, like, you know, really praying it out, praying it out. And then not a sound all through the night. And it was like... But you got to have an aggression. And I had an aggression towards that Absolutely. thing. I was putting my hand on her throat. I was like, this tickle, whatever. Like, you get off. But you have to have an aggression. Have an aggression towards sickness and disease. Yeah. And then literally, I started sneezing. And I got so angry. I was like, no, in Jesus' name, by his stripes, I am healed. Sorry for all of you if I was really loud on the mic. <clears throat> but... This is the aggression we have to have, is that sickness is not a portion. We have to take authority Absolutely. over it in Jesus' mighty name. And it's actually a holy aggression. Yes. And it's actually true compassion. Yeah. Because true come compassion is you love the person, but you hate the sickness. Yeah, come on. You love the person, but you hate the sin. That's true compassion. Because true compassion is... Oh, imagine that sickness was on me and I wouldn't want it and I don't want it on my child. Even if you're, you know, see a stranger down the road suffering and the Lord puts that compassion in your heart to pray for them, you've got to have such a genuine compassion of Lord. Someone, someone's family member, they're suffering, that demon is attacking them. And when compassion is put together with that holy aggression, it's a beautiful combination and it actually releases miracles. Yeah. So it's a and powerful we've, thing. We've been around big men of God and they've spoken of like when they're raising the dead and stuff, they don't get the corpse and Lord, wake the Like They will get that corpse and they'll say, wake up in Jesus' name. Like you've got to have an aggression. You've got to mm. have a shout. You've got to mm. speak because it's the spirit uh, yeah. of death. You're really waking me up tonight as well, my Come love. on, we've got to release some stuff Hallelujah. into the atmosphere. Because the, <laughs> the interesting thing is, 
and this really goes with the word tonight that just because we're talking about being at peace oh, come on you're going somewhere doesn't mean your declaration of faith is a quiet one come on when jesus rebuked the storm and he said peace be still do you think he said peace be still peace be still <laughs> the disciples are about to tip over water's coming in do you think jesus is like peace be still peace be still <laughs> Peace. What do you think he was like? Peace. Be still. <laughs> Sorry, the studio people are laughing here now. <laughs> You're getting me shouting now. Peace. But no, Jesus was commanding. <laughs> Peace. Be still. <laughs> Some people pray like that, you know. Peace. Peace. <laughs> no, but listen, come on, guys. Behave. Like, come on. But no, Jesus would have spoke to the storm, spoke to the seas, spoke to the air. Peace be still. Hallelujah. So Glory be to a God. Photo of the staff in the studio. They're overcome with emotion. So I'm crying. <laughs> and I'm just reminded of another test. Yeah, yeah, guys, guys, I feel the flow. I feel the anointing. Come on, come on, man. The anointing's like a river. We've got to move. We've got to flow with it. <laughs> I also sense another scripture, right, that's connected to joy with holy aggression, or should I say peace with holy aggression. Romans chapter 16, verse 20, where it says, The peace of God, which surpasses... Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> No, Romans, that's Philip. No, 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 sorry, yeah. Romans 16, verse 20, says this. The God of peace, peace will crush Satan shortly under your feet. So he's a peaceful God. He's a God of peace. He's a God of shalom. But he's going to crush Satan. Look at the paradox. He's a peaceful God. But he's going to crush Satan. So just because you're peaceful doesn't mean you're not going to do damage. Come on, someone. If you're catching this, say amen. He's a amen. peaceful God, but he is going to crush Satan shortly. Just because you are operating in supernatural peace doesn't mean that you're not going to operate in holy aggression and spiritual violence. Come on, someone. Say amen if you're catching this. This is a word for someone. Because Peace is going to be your weapon. Keys are being released tonight on the airwaves and you are going to receive your breakthrough. If you agree with me, say amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus, you know, the way he prayed was important. The way he prayed was powerful. The disciples were terrified. Water was tipping in. And just because you are releasing peace doesn't mean that you're silent, quiet, and timid. Come on. There's a boldness. There's a shout. There's a shout. There's a boldness of speech. And we see it all across the Bible. Even when we look at the armor of God in Ephesians 6 onwards, it goes on to talk about boldness. Once the armor is upon you, you've got boldness to proclaim the gospel. It's all about boldness and releasing the word confidently and with authority. And that's what God is looking for in this hour. Hallelujah. People are getting delivered right now. Hmm. 
people think deliverance is like when you're screaming and shouting, but when you all you've ever done is cry and be sad, and then now you're laughing with tears of laughter, that's deliverance within itself. I think yeah. people's mindsets Absolutely. are being shifted because I feel the anointing right now. Absolutely. You know, Pinky from Dubai is saying the fire of God is here now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Receive your breakthrough. Sat one from Hanwell is saying, I'm going to receive my breakthrough tonight in the name of Jesus. Well, I'm going to say to you, Sat one, receive your miracle. Great is your faith, and tonight is your night in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Peace is beautiful. Peace is powerful. He's a God of peace, but he is going to crush Satan and going to do it under your feet. Yeah, you know, verse uh, Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, some of you have had me share this story before, um, but it's a powerful testimony of personal revelation application on the scripture. So I stayed in Philippians for, for quite a while where God, I just felt he was giving me so much download on it. So now where I have personal revelation. Now, often when you're reading scripture and you feel like you're really enjoying it, you kind of just because you're following a Bible plan or something, don't move on. If the spirit is on something, you stay in that place. Because often that means the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you and want to teach you something. There's revelation for you. There's something for you to catch that will bless you in your walk and then, you know, will bless others in the same way I'm sharing it with you now. Amen. I um, meditated on that scripture and I remember in the early, early days when we first um met and got married we were um flying often we fly a lot for what we do and um it was one of those does anyone remember flyby was it flyby or flyby am i one of those things one of them planes had a propeller on it they were like budget airlines anyways we're flying and it was during a storm in england and i remember it was the flight was pretty i don't like turbulence and it was pretty shaky um, but I don't mind it now in Jesus name because God's living me. But anyways, and it was shaking and I was literally like, you were just like chilling and I was like grabbing your hand and I was like, like, like just getting stressed and anxious and stuff. And, um, I can't remember what I said, but all I remember is you said, rather than using all of that energy in complaining as if you said, pray in tongues. So I was like, thanks. Like I got kind of offended Cause like, this was still the early days. Like you're still meant to be impressing me, you know, like making that effort, but you were like praying tongues. So I was a bit like, okay, ouch, but it's good. You know, I needed that in all fairness. So I did, I just kind of started praying and then it went and okay. But then I started uh, over the years, I then got into Philippians four and then I was getting the scripture. And then I remember, I think it was on our flight to Spain and we had turbulence again. And I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. You know, and you have to like mentally prepare yourself. Yeah. And again, this turbulence was pretty bad. But there was a difference this time is I had the word of God in me where I had been studying and reading Philippians 4 verse 6, you know, where it says, um, and verse 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm, amen. It was there, but then somehow, someway, this turbulence is happening again. Zara was a baby. And out of nowhere, 
This is why you can't underestimate the time spent in the word that you are sowing seed. And when there is need, the Holy Spirit is just going to bring it forth. So I'm there on this plane now knowing I should speak in tongues because my lovely husband said so. And I'm praying, you know, praying in tongues. And then all of a sudden out of my spirit man, because of the spiritual deposits I had made into my spirit man, all of a sudden my spirit bore forth and I didn't even know I knew this scripture. I started quoting Philippians 4, 6 to 7. You know, be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything. And with supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all Jesus. understanding will guard your hearts and mind. The plane is going rickety, rickety. And then all of a sudden, the peace of God, the shalom in the midst of this, I felt like the, sh the plane had stopped shaking because there was a peace that wow. surpassed all understanding Powerful. that God, my heart and my mind that allowed me. Now, come on, someone's about to catch this right now, allowed me to be peaceful in a situation that was shaky. Wow. This is what true peace is. True peace is not the absence of an issue or a situation. True peace is having peace in the midst of a shaky situation. Did you catch that? Having the peace of God doesn't mean that any issues and problems are eradicated from your life. No, you're still going to go through the stuff that you're going to go through, but you're going to go through the stuff differently. You're Amen. not going to go through the stuff the same way you went through it before. Hallelujah. I'm not going on airplanes with anxiety Come and on. nerves now. I Hallelujah. can go with confidence and a peace that surpasses all understanding that guards your heart and mind. Come on. Hallelujah. Someone said, I caught it. Take it. You've got to receive it. Receive it. And then the next thing that goes on now, this is what I love, eight to nine. This is a spiritual list of in life, all of the things that we should be focusing and meditating on in any situation. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Mm. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw me do and the God of peace Jesus. shall be with you. And then in verse 13, it goes on to say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now, listen, when you've got this in your in your quiver, in your spiritual bank, that's when you can go through. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength is because you've got peace. You've got strength. And, you know, you're meditating on that, which is true, that. You can be going through a bad situation. You know, you think of the worst case scenario. There will always be something true. There will always be something good. So your perspective changes. Absolutely. And I do want to go into a time of prayer tonight. I agree. I think Because so. I believe that there are many watching right now and you're receiving this word. You're in need of this word. And it's prophetic. It's a prophetic night. It's for you. So I definitely want to pray. We want to pray against mental health. We want to pray against anxiety. We want to pray against depression. Rejection and healing. Worry, mm. introspection. And we want to pray for you that you can walk in victory in the battlefield of the mind. That you can walk in self-control to take every thought captive. Did you catch that? We want to pray against some things, but we want to pray for you every one of you.
that is in need of this. So if that's you or you know someone suffering with depression, mental health, anxiety, worry, introspection, overthinking, then this word is for you. Comment below right now. Say amen. Say pray for me. If it's a family member, release faith. Release it. There's power in writing things down. There's power in releasing faith. Write down the comment. Say it's for me. Say it's for a family member. Release faith because I want to join my faith with your faith. And today we're going to pray. And we've we've shared the word today mm. on peace, the peace of God. We've shared the word today on living a life in victory. Yeah, over anxiety, absolutely. And before I pray, I want to say this. You know, Jesus, in the midst of the storm, he declared, peace, be still. He declared, shalom, be still. And that word shalom in the Hebrew is so much more powerful than just peace in the English. That word shalom in the Hebrew, it means peace, it means harmony, it means wholeness, it means completeness, it means prosperity, it means welfare, and it means tranquility. Yeah. So that word shalom is a very weighty word it's a heavyweight word it's a powerful word it carries weight in the spiritual realm so when we're going to go into prayer i'm going to declare shalom i'm going to declare the peace of god to permeate your thinking patterns your mindsets and some of you it's even demonic thinking patterns i'm going to ask the peace of god to flood your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotion, your imaginations. That's the soulish realm. I believe in God for the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding to guard your heart and your mind. Then I'm just believing God for a moment today where the storms in your mind are going to be at rest. Amen. The storms in your mind are going to cease from tonight. Come on, if you agree with me, say amen. amen. Say amen. Comment below your prayer request. Comment below if they're for yourself or if they're for a family member. But we're going to pray and we're going to believe God that he is confirming his word with signs and wonders. He's confirming his word with signs and wonders. That's what it says in Mark 16 verse 20, that God worked with them, confirming the word preached with signs and wonders. God worked with them, confirming the word preached with signs and wonders. And today, as I pray, I want to pray how Jesus prayed. Like I shared earlier on, when Jesus was in the boat and the disciples were getting terrified because of the boisterous storm, because of the winds, because of the water that began to fill the boat, they thought they're going to lose their life. And Jesus woke up out of a sleep, stood up and declared, Peace! Shalom! Be still. And in the midst of a storm, in the midst of the noise, in the midst of fear, I don't believe he was whispering it. Peace, be still. 
peace be still. I, I just don't believe it was like that. I believe it was with authority, it was with a shout, and it was with boldness. You know, and as we pray tonight, that is the way I want to pray. You know, the turmoil in your mind, the storms that you may be going through, the mental battles that you may be in right now. I'm praying that joy is going to hit your soul tonight. Glory be to God. Joy is going to hit your soul tonight. So we're going to pray. And another thing I want you to remember tonight as well is Jesus doesn't just give peace. Jesus is peace. Ooh. Jesus doesn't just release peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Ooh. I want you to catch that right now. So if you've got Christ, you've got peace. Let me go one step further. If you know Jesus, you know peace. If you don't know Jesus, you won't have peace. It's really, really important. It's important that you catch this. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we're going to pray, and I want you to join me as we pray. Release faith as we pray today, because it's going to be a powerful one. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we come in the name of Jesus Christ right now. Lord, I take authority right now over every mental battle. Lord, I come against schizophrenia. Lord, I come against... Every voice that is not of you. Lord, I come against demonic thinking patterns. Lord, I come against conditioning from the world. Imagination that has been really programmed by the world. Lord, right now I pray for a purging, a cleansing, Lord of the mind, with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And Lord, in the midst of the warfare, in the midst of the mental battle, in the midst of the storm, we declare, Shalom, be still. We declare, Peace, be still. We declare that over your life right now. Those of you that have typed, those of you that are receiving this word, over your mind right now, I'm prophesying the shalom of God to permeate every fibre of your being. The shalom of God, the peace of God. And the scripture says that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. So some of you are going to get healed today, but because of the peace of God, you're going to stay healed. Glory to Amen. God. Some of you are going to get healed tonight, but because of the peace of God, you're going to stay healed. Why? Because the peace of God is a protection shield. It's a mechanism around you that keeps you safe, not just in your heart, but in your mind, not just in your mind, but in your heart. That means emotionally, spiritually, mentally, the peace of God is keeping you balanced, is keeping you stabilized, and it's keeping you protected. Hallelujah. That, that's what the peace of God does. That's what the shalom of God does. That's what the Prince of Peace, our Lord Jesus Christ, does. He's the protector. Glory be to God. And I just even sense this right now. Even as I'm praying, 
I just sense the Lord is releasing like a spiritual helmet on the mind of his children mm-hmm. tonight. That's what I'm sensing. The Lord is releasing a spiritual helmet on the mind of his children tonight. That's what I'm sensing. It's just like protection over your mind. And from this moment, and this is what I'm going to carry on praying and releasing in a moment, but I'm just declaring this, that from this moment, there'll be like a strength when it comes to self-control over the mind. When it comes to harnessing those thoughts, when it comes to taking those thoughts captive, from this moment, there's going to be victory in that area, in the name of Jesus. And once you catch victory in that area... Come on. <laughs> you've got victory in your emotions. You've got victory in your flesh. You've got victory in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Remember, you're a triune being. God is a triune being, but you are also a triune being. You are a spirit man. You have a soul and you live in a body. The real you is the born again you is the spirit man on the inside. The soul which you have is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And that's what we've been dealing with today. And then your flesh is obviously your body, the outer shell of you. And let me just break it down like this. The born-again part of you is already perfect, victorious, and so powerful. That's one-third of you that's already so powerful. When your mind gets renewed and you start thinking how God thinks, you start thinking how the Word thinks, what's going to happen is now it's not just going to be your spirit man who's in line with the Word, but now your mindset is also in line with the Scripture. So now there's two-thirds of you that is Bible, Two-thirds of you that is godly, two-thirds of you that is in purity, and your body and flesh is going to follow. Come on, someone, say amen if you agree with this. Two-thirds of you in victory is going to mean now your body is dominated and your body is going to be trained, and it's going to follow. Let me break it down like this. Your spirit man is the king, your soul is the servant, and your body is the slave. The slave never leads the way. The king leads the way. The servant never leads the way. The king leads the way. The servant obeys. The slave follows. The king leads the way. And it's the same way with you. Your spirit man, the born again part of you, the part that's an incorruptible seed, is the real you. And then you have a soul. That's your imagination, your thinking patterns, your emotions. And you live in a body. Glory be to God. One third of you is already born again and perfect and so holy and powerful. And now the word of God is renewing your mind. And then that's going to be two thirds of you. That's holy, pure and powerful. And now your flesh is going to follow. The slave is going to follow. Are you listening to me? You aren't subject to your flesh. Your flesh is subject to you. Your flesh doesn't have authority over you. You have authority over the flesh. And the same thing goes for your mindset the same thing goes for your emotions and that's what we are declaring right here right now father in the name of jesus i command anxiety off of your people i command schizophrenia 
off of your people. Yes, I command double-mindedness, because it says in James 1.8 that a double-minded man is actually an unstable man. Mm. I command double-mindedness off of your people. Amen. Lord, from this moment, may there be a one-track focus. And may the shalom of God guard and protect our hearts and our mind. Glory be to God. And Father, as you showed me a spiritual helmet tonight, I pray over your children right now, your precious children that are on the broadcast today and they're thirsty, they're hungry. Lord, they're in need of a miracle. Father, I take authority over every plot, plan and scheme of Satan and I cancel that plan by the blood of Jesus. And I pray that from this moment, Lord, may that spiritual helmet rest upon their mind. Protection over their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, may the voice of the Holy Spirit be louder and clearer than the voice of the enemy. Yeah, I prophesy that over them right now. Now we ask you for this, Lord. We declare it and prophesy it in accordance and in line with your word and with the message declared and preached today. And we take it by faith. Mm. Come on, you've got to receive it by faith now. Amen. We take it by faith. Something's happened. Something's been released. The word has gone forth. We take it by faith. And we say in the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ, all God's people said, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I can see your comments. People saying, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. Amen. That's it. Come on. That's your portion. That's your portion. Receive it, receive it. This is your portion. Glory be to God. Peace. Hallelujah. So even as you've received today, my encouragement to you is stay in that state of peace because it will affect your decision making. If you are at peace, your decision making will be anointed. If you're in derision, then it's just going to lead you into failures, defeatisms, and you having to go the hard way and the long way round. You know, one thing about the Holy Spirit, he helps you. He helps make it easy for you. You know, he's got a route for you. He's got a way for you. He wants to navigate you through that path. But sometimes when you step into the flesh, when you step into, you you know, your own mindset and your own plans, you end up taking the long way round. And that which should have took minutes has now ended up taking years. So follow the Holy Spirit. Follow God's way. God's way is the best way. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Powerful evening. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Pastor Tanya? No, oh man. No, it's just so powerful. You know, it's so right what you're saying. When you're at peace, that's when God can really give you strategy. Amen. You know, he can really speak to you because sometimes a lot of Christians, they're running around in that derision and panic and stress when really sometimes God actually wants you to still your soul and come before him in a a place of peace, receive his peace. And then he can actually speak into you because sometimes so people, they're so... Their mind is, a, they're just, no, no. So I've spoken to people before and I'm like giving them a solution of like, look, this is what you should do. No, 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 but you don't understand. It's like, and I'm like, 
they're so in their emotion. I'm like, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. I'm giving you from a very calm, cool and collected, calculated point yeah. of view, the wisdom of God. But you're so in your soul, in your emotions that you can't even hear the wisdom of God that is being given to you. So it's so important. We learn to, you know, there's a scripture of know um, that I'm God. Be still and know that I'm God. Sometimes you just have to be still, Absolutely. quieten yourself, relax. And then when you're in that place, because sometimes that's what the Lord does. He just gets us to be in a place of just quiet. Because sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not hearing from God. I don't really know. And sometimes it's like, just stop. If you don't know what to do, just stop. Take every day as it comes because the Lord Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow. So many people are worrying about stuff that's not even going on right now. They're worrying about something that happened last year, last week, something that's probably maybe never, ever going to happen. I think I read a statistic the other day that 99% of the stuff that people are worrying about actually never even happens. Well, there you go. And this is the devil, you know, robbing people of... Their peace, and their then joy. And what happens is they're not living in the moment. Mm. And then they're missing like that blessed situation they're in right here, right now. You know, if it's so your true. kids, your marriage, your church, whatever it is, you know, live in the moment. Take every day as it comes. You know, don't worry about that. Focus on today, just like right now. Receive everything that God has for you. So Amen. let's just quickly go. There was that woman who put the post up earlier just about rejection. We just just want to just touch this so how can i overcome rejection from birth yeah you can pop that on the screen if you want just for a moment how can i overcome rejection from birth so firstly you know it's sad and it happens we can take it off screen now yeah this happens it really does you can be rejected from birth. You can be rejected in your mother's womb. You know, there's so many situations of, you know, for whatever reason, you know, marriage wasn't going well or, you know, your mom was a single mom. Culturally, a lot of cultures actually reject even their daughters because they wanted a son. And how can I overcome this is know how accepted you are in the beloved. Amen. There is a father who loves you like a mother and a father. He is Amen. the father that will never leave you, never forsake you. And you have to ask him to be that father to you. It says, when my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will take me in and adopt Amen. me. I say this from experience. I was rejected from birth. My father left before I was born. I was heavily rejected by my birth family on both sides. And I carried that very well into my teens and into my late teens. And it was only in my late teens, early 20s, where I encountered the love of the father and I encountered the father's heart that has supernaturally healed me, transformed Amen. my life and has allowed me to be a fruitful wife, a fruitful mother and a fruitful friend, a fruitful sister, a fruitful pastor. So you really want to get healed from these situations and again perspective everything that we're talking about today i'm going to say this really bluntly and i can say this because i've been through it life is life listen some people have it easy some don't when we're born what we're given as our life we cannot change 
I cannot change what I went through. I cannot change that I was rejected. But what I can change is me. What I can change is my decisions. Is that I'm not going to be that repetitive cycle to be how my family were or what I've known. I'm going to embrace like what you said, the the, the Jesus culture of the Bible, become the the child of God. Because remember, before I can even be a woman of God, before I can be a mother, I can be a woman. I have to be a child of God. That is our first calling. That's the identity. Yeah. More important than any titles, that's the most important thing. It's sonship. Sonship. It's knowing as a child, and every year as a child of God, you know, all the time I always say, God, you're my daddy, and he loves me, and I talk to him like that. And on my birthdays, I always say, you know, daddy, uh, I want a gift from you because I don't have that. And, you know, and that's just the relationship I have with him. So, you know, this the the, the, the devil, he comes to take that childlikeness away from us. And remember, God told us to be children of God. So you want to try and fi- refine that child of, you know, Hallelujah. that childlikeness in you. Absolutely. Learn, ask the Lord to show you how he sees you. Read it in the word, but then believe it and receive it. And then rebuke that that orphan spirit that spirit of rejection and then you have to make conscious decisions now it's true because listen because you've been through that you are more susceptible to feeling rejected there were times in my life if I was with someone and we, uh, we had formed a relationship, I'm talking about friends, aunts, uncles, you know, whatever. And if I was ever alone, it was like I would... I would feel like this anxiety to the extent now people wouldn't even know this when you look at me that I could never be alone. I I had to always be with someone. I had to be out. I had to be shopping. I had I had to be filling this 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 void in my heart with all this superficial stuff. Amen. But then I got to a point where I was able to identify that this is an orphan spirit and I need to encounter the love of the father where now you can leave me in my house for like three weeks and <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> oh, you love your own space at I times. I do, do, I do. And I love being with the Lord. So Amen. I pray that blesses you. So yeah, Lord, we Amen. just take authority right now Jesus. over the spirit of rejection, over the orphan Jesus. spirit. Oh, the orphan spirit masks itself in so many things of where you can't be happy in the moment. You're always looking for the next best thing, you know, and you have this bad lie that the devil sold to you of, oh, this is too good to be true. And you, you, you almost want to, you, you think that it's so good to be true that it's going to end that you actually self-destruct it yourself. So then you actually become your own worst enemy. Mm, So I break that right now in jesus name and remember that is the gospel it's the too good to be true so you're not jinxing it this isn't like oh my gosh i'm gonna do something and it's gonna ruin it no in jesus name this is what jesus died on the cross for you he brought back everything that the devil has stolen from you and he's giving it to you over and above so right now just take those keys take those keys that the lord is giving you tonight of healing of freedom Of joy. We release those keys. Of enjoyment, of being able to enjoy, enjoy life, enjoy functioning. Hallelujah. I break the spirit of depression right now in Jesus' name. That dark, oppressive cloud. I break your power right now in Jesus' name. We break your power right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, those, those wrong thought patterns. 
going right now through the washing and the renewing of the word of God in your mind. So please, we encourage you, please take a hold of the scriptures we read today. We read in Philippians 4, we read in James 1 um, verses 6 to 8. Please study these, keep on meditating. That's what the word says. Meditate on these things. Meditate and ask the Lord, Lord, give me revelation on what it is to have the peace that surpasses all understanding that God's my hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, friends, we are going to close now and we'd want to share a few notices. We've got some exciting things happening. We've obviously got the Trafalgar Square Outreach on June the 3rd. We encourage you to get there if you can. We have the tent revival taking place on August the 5th for eight nights consecutively. It's going to be a revival week and that is going to run until the 12th of August. Do book on if you haven't yet booked on. It's going to be incredible. We've got some amazing guest speakers. Of course, Pastor Tanya, myself, will be ministering, hosting and leading the thing. But we've got some incredible evangelists come in and you know you've got to be there if you can it is going to be great happening in Bedfordshire some of you may want to volunteer and serve I believe our teams are now getting ready to coordinate volunteers and all of that so everything's about to get very very real concerning uh, yeah. the planning for it all and it's so nice meeting people isn't it like absolutely when, we, when they start serving of course we it is meet the people yeah it's amazing so for those that haven't registered and wish to to register you can do so at www.tentrevival.co.uk that's www.tentrevival.co.uk you can book your ticket and you can also volunteer there's a form on the website where you can volunteer so you know that would be great hallelujah and uh, before we go i do also want to give you an opportunity to support the ministry now we've got the tent revival trafalgar square but there's so many other things happening like june we've got an outreach in oxford which is going to be great as well end of oxford that is that we're going to be in various different places like we're in finland next week we're in southampton in a few weeks um yeah there's so much going on we've got prison ministry we've got teams that are going into prisons sharing the gospel we've got the television ministry which is reaching hundreds of thousands of homes across the uk so there is so so much happening and then we've got our gospel crusades last year we were in ethiopia over forty thousand people reached with the gospel beautiful time and you know just great to see so many healed on that mass scale and we're also praying about the crusade this year and where the lord is going to send us for the mass gospel crusade this year and uh, who knows we may even be taking teams out there to the gospel crusade so do stay in touch yeah stay in touch stay connected and yeah for those that do wish to support us in these missions in our travels then this is an opportunity for you to give right now so you can do so by heading over to www.walkinglikejesus.org slash giving that's walkinglikejesus.org slash giving there's various ways for you to give you've got the giving form where you can tick gift aid helps the gift go further We've got the bank account details, the UK bank account details and international bank account details. So whatever your gift is, no matter how big, no matter how small it is, it will be going into missions. It will be going into eternity. Amen. And we greatly appreciate that. 
So, yeah, we want to give you an opportunity to give. So what we're going to do, we're going to let you do that. You can simply do it on your device, on your phone. Just hit the website, click through and give. And whilst you do that, we're going to have a video played. And when we're back, we're going to pray for you all as you give and as you sow in. And then we're going to close the broadcast. God bless you. Let's run that clip. washed in the blood of Jesus you now belong to him when you're washed in the blood of Jesus you are now a member of God's family when you're cleansed in the precious blood of Jesus no devil in hell can touch you no witchcraft can touch you no demonic power can touch you why? because you're under the blood of Jesus away every one of your sin so you don't have to go to hell so that heaven can now be your home so from the bottom of your heart repeat after me right now say dear Jesus I turn from my sin wash me in your blood Jesus Christ you are my Lord and you are my Savior prophetic words early on that there is someone here that has an injury from football what did he say it is right you are right the message was for me for last two months when he played football this leg is broken come on come on and what makes the blood of jesus so precious is this. Friends, it washes away every one of your sin. Jesus was made unrecognizable so you can be recognized before the Father. We are declaring that Shanto and the whole of Ethiopia shall be saved and shaken by the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Wow, what an amazing evening. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's close in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for every person that's been on this evening, all those that heard the word, all those that commented, engaged, and watched. Lord, may they know you deeper. 
Lord, may they encounter you even today, even tonight, even as they rest and put their head on their pillow tonight. May they encounter you in a deep way. Lord, I declare prophetic dreams, powerful visitations, encounters over them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I also want to say a special thank you for all those that have given with a generous heart today. Lord, may your blessing be upon them so strong as they seek first the kingdom of God and help walking like Jesus ministries reach more people. So Lord, we thank you for this evening and we just give you the rest of this year. We say, Lord, do what only you can do. More souls, more healings, more deliverances, more salvations, just a greater impact than the last few years. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare it, we pray it, we believe and receive it. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. I also do want to say, you know, there are people making fake accounts as well. There are people saying things like, you know, message me and I'll prophesy over you. And really what they want is just money. Some people pretend to be us and they do that as well. And it's quite sad when people give to these fraudsters. And I just want to say this. If someone sends you a message saying, God's got a word for you, and it's a bit of a scare tactic word, and then they're like, oh, donate something. Don't give. If people are pretending to be us, and they're trying to prophesy, pretending to be me prophesying over you, and then saying, give, don't give, because it's not us. (laughs) You know, there's many that have given to these fraudsters and you really, really need to be careful. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye out for these people that write comments and message saying, you know, inbox me or they inbox you and they start prophesying. You know, so many fraudsters and, you know, you really have to have the discerning of spirits to um, not fall into that trap. You know, sometimes you don't even need the discerning of spirits. Sometimes all you need is a bit of common sense to know that that's not us. We don't message people. You know, I've had pastors say, Daniel, I need to talk to you. Urgent. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, is everything okay? Yeah, there's someone pretending to be you. And is it you? Thinking, come on, man. What do you mean, is it me? Come on. (laughs) You know when people do that? It's like, come on, you should know that that's not us. So if you're getting a dodgy inbox message saying, you know, oh, I prophesy over you and I see disaster coming. That's what people have been doing. Be very, very careful. So um, don't fall for those traps. Don't fall for those traps. But anyways, glory be to God. We love you all. Been a pleasure to be on with you all tonight. Do share this broadcast. Watch it again. You know, circulate it. And don't forget to hit like, subscribe on YouTube, share, hit the notification bell. You know, stay connected with us as we believe God for a great move of his spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Have a blessed, blessed night, everyone. I'm laughing at your lot's comments. Have a blessed, blessed night. And I'll see you soon. Take care.